0: Blog Talk Radio. It's now time for Breaking Chains with P31 Ladies Night, where we work to give females increased self-esteem, establish a healthy self-identity, and motivate females to obtain high, noble character as detailed in Scripture. Get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash yat Radio.
1: All right, all right, all right. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. I greet you in the name of God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, God the Holy Spirit. I pray all is well with you and your families all throughout the land, wherever you're listening. Uh, Welcome tonight to Break a Change with the P31 Ladies. Uh, Since this is Ladies' Night, you know, I am the co-host, so I see Evangelist is here. Evangelist, can you open up with prayer for us, please?
2: Yes, sir. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day, God. Lord, we thank you for being a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway, Lord. As we get started tonight, God, Lord, we ask that you God, guard our tongues, God. Lord, leading God us on what to say was needed for the people, for the listeners, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, and may every word that go forth, every word that's planted, God, be planted on good ground, God, that the people's hearts, and minds will be able to receive what the spirit of the living God is saying. So, God, we welcome you on this airwave tonight, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.
1: Amen, amen, amen. Everybody suit up. You know what time it is. Put on your full armor. God, it's time to break chains. YAT Radio is signing on. It's the P31 Ladies Breaking Chains. Let's go. (laughs) to breaking chains call in live during the show at 858-357-9137 and listen live on our website at youngadultstalk.org all right thanks a lot big bro welcome back to the show breaking chains p31 ladies i am pastor rod i'd like to introduce our ladies that are with us tonight uh my sister sonia uh sister sheree evangelist laquina and sister amy these ladies are on turning the reins and the microphone over to my sister sonia all right, the mics for y'all, ladies. Go ahead, break chains.
3: Good evening. Tonight we have an amazing Good show, evening. and I hope that something we share with you break chains in your lives, as well as touch your heart. With that being said, ladies, let's break chains. So, the topic of tonight is, what's holding you back? That's my question. In other words, What's stopping you from going Where you want to go That would be referred To as a hindrance And I'm going to use Hebrews 12 1 through 3 Which reads Wherefore seeing we also Are compassed About with so great A cloud of witnesses Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So now let's go back and answer the question. So what's holding you back? In other words, what's stopping you from going where you want to go?
1: All right, ladies, you heard the question, so let's run down. the list. All right, who wants to answer first? three? Um
2: with
1: that evangelist. Uh, um I was gonna
2: Yeah, I, I was gonna say, um a lot of times we can hold people back. Um um is them scared, them looking at their situation sometimes. Um me personally I, I don't allow a lot to hold me back. I'm I'm I'm, I'm just very outspoken and, I will hold people back is not being confident, not knowing the word of God. Uh, I don't know if you're some I say. People or or just in general as a woman. Um, Sometimes people need motivation, you know. Um, It it depends on how that person perceives life, how they perceive the way that they are. A whole lot of that to hold you back from from life, period. Um, sometimes people don't even let go their past in order for them to go to the forward in life. So um, it could be so many different, numerous of reasons why people don't fulfill their dreams of, in life, their destiny in life, their purpose in life. Um, I'm done.
3: Okay, you put that in. Uh, um. A person's sense. Let's relate it to you. What's stopping you, or what's hindering you in life today from doing what you want to do?
2: Uh, well, right now, I feel I'm doing everything that I need to be doing right now. Um, I, I said earlier, I don't allow. I, I'm not the type to allow situations, circumstances to stop me because I'm. I I, I don't. See, that's why I just say in general of people, because who I am, um, it's a process to get to where I'm at. I, I had to go through I went through a lot in life to be where I'm at Well, today. So where I'm at today is where God really wants me to be because I don't allow life situations and circumstances to stop me. I don't look at my life on a natural level. Everything dealing with Queen is spiritual. So I don't allow obstacles to stop me. I, when when you know what's embedded and grounded in you, you will have triumph, tri- I say triumphant feet. God said I got hyena feet. Because when, it, when, it's, when it's getting harder, that means you got to step higher. That means you too mm-hmm. low. That's how I roll. I don't play with it. That's how I do my children. I don't play with it because it's very important. It's very important because of the people who's connected to me.
3: Okay, Amen. Amy, amen. You, what's, your, what's your take on it?
4: I, it, me myself, this is Sister Shuri. Good evening, <laughs> everybody. Um, I will most definitely say I, I've I've not been as blessed as Evangelist this um this this past um year throughout the pandemic um brought out a lot of surfaced a lot of things in, in me um personally um i i suffer right now from a sense of fear and anxiety and And but by by that with that being said it did it did put me in a position to whereas um, I spend more time in my word and more time with God than ever before because I know that I'm dealing with these things Um, I have um, allowed fear to be a hindrance in my life I have allowed um, doubt to be a hindrance in my life There are just some things that after I, I watch a lot of people leave here and just watching what our country um, just recently went through it, it put a lot of fear there, fear that I was unused to, that I'd never dealt with before, and all these things started to surface. And I'm like, wow, where's all of this coming from? So it was just something that I. I I feel like, um, based on a time that we have endured that, that, that put these things there and it, but it forced me to go deeper in my word, but I, I definitely cannot say that, um, I, I don't have hindrance in my life, but by the same token, it's a blessing to to, to be able to commit to the word of God and to be able to dig deeper in that word um, to understand what it is for me even more so now than ever um, to be able to trust in him um, to pull me out because whereas I did not understand until I started to deal with some of these fears or some of these feelings that I have the the fear, the anxiety, the doubt, the uncertainty, all of that was that was placed there, I felt like I was more more um, I was always a person that was just motivated prior to and could just get things done and and these times showed me differently um it it made me scared it it did i i i have lived in a lot of it more than i have ever i ever have in my life prior to um just based on this past year that we've all uh lived in yes i'm daily to to prevail to be stronger but um i cannot definitely say that it it is not something that i suffer with that it is not a hindrance in my life um at this point and even just lately with um with our numbers being up on the rise um uh, with covid if yes, i do know the god that i serve however um unfortunately for For me that the death toll has been so close and near um to my family and my personal friends that does it make you question sometimes absolutely absolutely i I could not say that it it doesn't so yes i I suffer right now not moving forward um dealing in in hindrance of, of fear fear hinders hinders me doubt hinders me, and anxiety hinders me. But um but yes, I think it's important um that we are all able to come together, you know, as ladies, um, as friends, as neighbors, to be able to talk and support one another through times like this because it is it's definitely something out there that was not out there before.
3: Amen. So, Amy, you have a take on that? Yes. holding me back probably um, doubting myself maybe and try to compare to you know like you see other people who are very successful like maybe off the top as soon as they get out there and you still struggling so I feel like they put doubt in you and make you feel like you know you're lacking it ain't the time or keep saying it ain't time for you to do it and you just ain't never really trying to be ready for it you keep giving up that excuses that's what's holding me back okay I can definitely I caveat off
4: of that for things. I okay. can. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could definitely caveat I'm sorry. off of that. You know, I, I've had a um of what Sister Amy just said because um I've had a personal business and um, for a long time now a, a small business and when you see all these other people that that are kind of just entering into this world and 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 seem to be becoming overnight millionaires. Do I make six figures now doing this and doing that? And and then here I am, and I know I've been struggling and doing this thing for quite some time. And yeah, it, I I can definitely caveat off of, off of what you said. And, and you watch these people, and you're like, what well, What about me? Like I've been doing this for so long. Like God, I've been committed for so long. I've been I I've I've been really working hard. I've been really struggling. I've been really putting forth the effort. I eat, sleep, and drink and dream. This just where is my big break at? So yeah, it it does. It put a lot of doubt there for you. And doubt is definitely a hindering.
2: Amen. Amen. If Amen. If I may add, I want to do a say a testimony of last week when we was on the radio. Last week when we was on the radio, and um, I I, I didn't do the testimony because I just was believing God. Uh, my whole my my son, my son and my grand my son was battling with COVID nineteen, and that night was when um, he went to the hospital and they didn't even give him no prescription or nothing. My granddaddy that same night was diagnosed with the mouth, pain and foot disease or whatever you want to call it. And, um, but I, I told the Lord, I said, I'm going to trust in you God. I was on this radio last week as my, my family was dealing with all that. So my son, he was like, Mom, I'm real weak. He would say he's real weak and all this and that and that and that. And God gave me some remedies that I've been doing myself for so long. And I did it to my son and I, I called my daughter-in-law and I told her, I said, now you do such and such prating. This is my grandbaby. He just turned one because he had blisters all down his throat. And for a baby with blisters all down your throat and blisters all over your body, is no joke. That He couldn't even, he was slow he couldn't even eat. God gave me a remedy to give to my daughter-in-law. I'm, I'm boasting on when you believe in and trust in God. I want to encourage y'all, encourage somebody that's listening, that really needs this here. When you make it, God, your lifestyle, you're all in one. And, and, and I'm not I'm pretending like I can go through nothing. I go through stuff but you have to trust them with your life. Yes. So make a long story short, I, God gave me the remedy to give for my grandson. I told my daughter-in-law, I said, now this is going to hurt him like hell. I have to tell her <laughs> what you got to do. So she, um, she did what I told her to do through the spirit of the Lord, and he was just hollering and screaming. But the next thing was blisters down his throat, was closed even on the outside of his body. He was eating and running, doing this and that. The third day, my son was able to get out of his bed, and he was walking around feeling good. Talking about he wanted to go for a run. And my, my children, they was raised in church. He, he's my oldest boy. He was thirty years old now. So, but they do their own little thing. So he went outside, smoked his little cigarette and everything like this. But I I told him, you got to keep that same measurement. The doctors called him Friday of last week. They asked him, because they, they was calling him thinking that he was going to wind up having to come to the hospital. I had called up there after I got off the phone with her Wednesday night. And I asked him, why didn't give him no prescription? Just like that. And she was like, it depends on the doctors or whatever. So... That Friday they called the check on him thinking maybe he'll have to get hospitalized because it takes your strength. But it was some tease that God gave me for my son. And they was wondering, they asked him, they still they called him the other day. They asked him, my son, well, what did you do? And he said, my mama took care of me. And that's all he leaving it as that. But it was nobody but God giving me the wisdom, the wisdom of him. We just got to trust in God in this office. We ain't seen nothing yet. This is ready to get worse. And the Bible say in the last days, people hard to fail them because of the time, the trials, the tribulation, the things that we see. So we can only see what God sees, and that's his word. Trust in his word. I had that testimony to encourage, encourage, keep it in God's hands, and God will handle the rest. Amen.
3: Thank you for that testimony, Evangelist. That was that was very powerful. Um, I know as young people today, we have so called friends that put some stumbling blocks in our way to try to keep us from missing the mark. So how do we handle these types of issues? with these so called friends. Um, sister Amy. What can you give me a little feedback on it? Okay. We'll move on to Sister Cherie, can you answer that question for me?
4: I think that um, I, I don't know. You know, I have to go back to the word where it says, um, um, and, "and forgive me for not knowing the verse." You know, um, you know, you show yourself friendly to receive friends. So I, I think that it's important at, at this day and age for each and every one of us because I know that God's anointing falls on um, the authentic self. So it's been um, very deeply important for me um, at this age to to really be in tune to the authentic me, and and that's all I can be. And I know the God requires, you know, we just be our very best, and and He does not expect any more. And and I try to be that to any and everybody in my life. Period. So I feel like it's important that we just kind of meet people where we are. I don't I don't I don't expect. More from my friends than I myself are am willing and able to give those that go above and beyond i I meet them at above and beyond um but i i i I think it is just important for us to be true and authentic to ourselves and to our friends and whomever and I feel like it's fair to get that or or expect that in return i I don't necessarily um allow people, if, if I feel as though it's a situation to whereas um, you are you are being a hindrance to me as a friend and, and I feel as a, then I have gotten to a point in my life where I have learned to release those things and no longer serve me. So if that's a relationship or if that's a, a friendship or an acquaintance that it does not serve a purpose in my life as far as the path that God has me on, then I finally release you. I can still love you from afar and be okay. Um, I and I, I and I don't do so and try to wound that person. I I I just can respectfully re- remove you or be about my business with the Lord and allow you to be about yours. And we can still love one another. If you need me, call me, <laughs> and I'm gonna try my best to be there. But I just I don't allow myself to get stuck in 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 areas of my life like that. That is just a uh, that's an area where I I, I feel as though. I excel in, whereas I don't excel in a lot of other areas in my life, <laughs> whereas I wish I did. Um, but I just feel like it's important to meet people where they are, and 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 no longer carry the baggage of keeping people in your life that are not serving the purpose that God has set for you.
3: Amen. Um, Sister Amy, I'm. Uh... I know you didn't hear the question because you were disconnected. Um, but the question was I know as young people we have so called friends that put stumbling blocks in our way to try to keep us from missing the mark. So how do we handle these types of issues? Okay, I'm gonna say, um, pray about it. Um, try to get on the get your friends on the page that you own, or if not, that relate your friends they're not trying to encourage you, you know, to do better, and they part of something about it, then that's the problem. part of the problem, you know anyway. I would say drop that friend. If you can't, you know, turn them around and see your point of view, see if they're going to help you to get where you need to be. Because with them, they probably, you know, they could be influencing you to do, well, hey, don't worry about it. A like, girl, Everybody trying to do the same thing. You don't need to try to do it. You know, they could be very discouraging. And you need positive mm-hmm. feedback. Just continue to pray about it and get ask the Lord to, you know, show you the path that you need to be on. And and he will and- remove you know, if it's not me for you, he will have it, He will help you remove it out your life. Yes, ma'am. What about you,
2: Evangelist? Uh, um, to today's world, of friends try to influence our um, our young people with a lot of homosexuality, and um, I'm coming. That, that that that's one of the biggest influences I'm seeing right now along with drugs and alcohol and um this this i I say your lifestyle of our our young people can't afraid to to be in the Lord and it it um so it' it's, it's a lot of teaching that I have to go go in it because it's a lot of influence. Um, friends influence each other to do certain things. So, you know, um, we have to teach them to be confident within themselves. Like um, Sister, one uh, of the sister said, uh, uh, you know, you love them where they at, but don't you go where they at. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how I always wrote. I always was a leader, even as a, a child. So, um, it's the influence, and it's a strong spirit of influence that's hoovering over the world right now. You see what I'm saying? So it go deep and wide. They, they, they got to be rooted in the Word of God in order to have the transformation of the mindset to be confident. We, we, we could talk about stuff on an earthly level, but the mindset got to be transformed. So you can know without a reasonable shadow of a doubt. So that's why we see some people walk in another level of of, of, of victory than others because it's where our mindset is sometimes. So that's what i be praying for for our youth and for my own children, not my young, young adults. I pray that, that they keep the helmet of salvation on and know that they're a leader, not a follower, that they keep these basic precepts down in their heart. So that's where I'm at today. Hey, Amen. Sister Dallas, welcome
3: to the show. Hey, y'all. Hey. hey. Okay, I just, the All right. um, I just asked a question. All right. I just asked a question. I know as young people, you have so-called friends that put Stumbling blocks in your way to try to keep you from missing the mark. So, how do you handle these types of these types of issues? Uh, tonight's show is about hindering. So, what type of stumbling blocks and how would you handle it if your so-called friends throw them out there to try to keep you off that mark you you're trying to reach? Um, I feel like in friendships and stuff, you should be able to. Um, talk to, you know, one another with whatever is on your mind, you know what I'm saying, instead of, you know, going to talking to other people about the situations, but, you know, at first, I would try to have a conversation with them, like, you know what I'm saying, like, trying to see what's their mindset, and why, you know what I'm saying, why would they do, like, try to, you know, hinder me from doing greater things, or whatever, first, so I have a conversation, but, like, I don't know, I know, sometimes I, well, I kind of believe, you know, some people is only meant for a certain, you know, time in your life, so I would just see it as, you know, they, like, their time would be up in my life, you know what I'm saying, not me you no harm, but trust that God probably trying to tell me that that person is not meant to, you know, be in my life, just because, you know, that trying to hinder me and hold me back from doing you know what i feel like is right so that's probably how i would um counter the situation first try to talk it out but if it's not going anywhere i just you know well first i should actually go to god about it but i i like feel like god is probably trying to tell me that that person is not meant to be in my life
5: okay <laughs> so let
2: me t- a little bit
3: further I know that you're in the music into music and you have your group going on what would you do if your other half that sings with you um through a stumbling block and you, you all were at odds how would you handle that situation Okay, so sometimes we do be bumping heads, but honestly, I don't be knowing what to do. Um, I just let it play out, I guess, and just see, like, well, if it don't work out, then it ain't meant. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just look at it like that. But to be honest, like, I don't be knowing what to do. I just let it, Just guess whatever happened, just die down and we'll be back to normal. You know what I'm saying? But... You know, sometimes I be praying about certain things because, I don't know, like, when we don't, like, really see eye to eye and stuff like that, I, I don't know. I don't be know what to do, honestly. Like, I just pray that God, if I just ask him, like, if it's meant, then it's meant. If it's not, then, you know, we'll go out separate ways. That's usually how I handle it. Thank you, Dallas. Thank you for being honest about that, because I know that was kind of tough right there for you. Yeah. I want to bring another, bring another young lady on to answer that question. Jay, what you think about that? Um, to be honest, I think that if your friends are questioning you to not do something that you want to do in life, that's not really your friend. Because at the end of the day, your friends should know what your type of goals are. Y'all should already know what goals y'all want to reach in life.
4: And if that person is telling you,
3: oh, no, you, you're you not going to be able to do it, da-da-da-da-da, that's showing you that that's not your true friend and you don't really need them. And God, or you, somehow you need to remove them out of your life. Because at the end of the day, that could cause you so much drama and pain and struggle that you wouldn't know how to handle it. And that's why I always say that if you're in some
4: type of situation, you just need to ask God to open up your understanding and remove people that is in your way that's blocking you from accomplishing your obstacles in life.
2: Amen.
6: Amen. The
2: the mouth mouth will bay. Me personally.
3: Um, I pick and choose who I'm around. If I really like a person and we are vibing, I go to the Lord and I pray and ask him questions as well as for him to show me the realness in the individual. And if they are not right for me, I ask him to permanently remove them from around me and give me strength not to go back and pick them up. Because if you're trying to stop me from doing something, That means you're jealous of what I'm trying to accomplish or you got some kind of ulterior motive so I don't need to be around you. (laughs)
6: That's good right there.
3: Yeah. Sonia, when you say you go to him about them people, like is it that you see something that's off by them or you just go to God, you know, immediately, you know, before y'all just become deeper in, like, a friendship? That's when you go to him or you you wait till you see, like, they're moving funny? Be honest with you, Dallas. Um, This walk that I'm on, and I've always been like this as a child, I can stand by you, and Mm -hmm. I can pick up your vibe. I know from the jump what type of person you are. If I get a bad vibe from you, I'm immediately removing myself from the situation.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't talk too much to you. I'll speak and I'll keep it moving. You may say that I'm funny acting, but that's that's my way of the Lord showing me discernment towards other people. As uh, Reverend Rogers says, try the spirit by the spirit. Mm-hmm. I know what type of spirit you have. And I and I don't want that on me, so I remove myself. And by me um, praying and asking the Lord, um, sometimes you may have a negative spirit, but it mm-hmm. like sometimes you know negativity or people with negative vibes and stuff they uh, rub off on you and stuff. So. I have to pray and ask the Lord to reveal what they have going on because people have different agendas of what's going on and I don't like that that type of negativity around me I don't that energy transfers and I don't even like being around around people like that so I always try and stay positive I always try to be around positive people but as far as um, sometimes Sometimes people will show their real hand, <laughs> even before, you know, me getting to meet you. For example, um, I just purchased a home, and um, I didn't know anybody on my street, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm very funny. I don't, I, on my hand, I can count my friends, and if you ball your fist up. You know how how small that hole is on your hand when you ball your fist up, right? So you mm-hmm. can't get through them. So I know how many friends I have. And uh, when I moved and I had strangest thing happened. Two individuals came in, in my yard and I could see them on my mirror in my kitchen. Like, who is that coming in my yard?
2: Lo and behold,
3: It was a young man and a young woman. They were married. Matter of fact, it was Sister Cherie
4: and her husband.
3: And they introduced themselves.
5: And um,
3: this young lady was going through the same thing that I was going through as far as friendships. We don't take too kindly to people because we know how people are, their intentions and all this stuff. Especially when you've been hurt. When you open yourself to people and they just come in and you just trust them wholeheartedly and you give them Mm -hmm. your all and stuff and they turn around and they hurt you. So, um, we hit it off right then that day. I was like, ooh, Lord, what's going on? I ain't never had nothing like (laughs) this to happen to me where we just, I just hit it off with a person. I mean, we was just vibing, vibing to this day. When I I had to move, do you know they helped me move all my stuff in my house? They would not take one payment from me because that's how their heart was. They're loving people, but some you can find out when you're around people, and people are genuine. You can look at them and you can tell. Mm-hmm. But you have some people that are also deceitful. Mm-hmm. They come in. Sheets, what you she call
2: sheep's
6: clothing, wool's
4: clothing, mm-hmm. 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 even wool's clothing. <laughs> yep, you just have to it, use it, the fun. It's difficult when when you've been hurt like that. It, it's very difficult. Um, you begin because people will literally be in your life and encouraging you encouraging you to do things in your life and 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 seem to be on the same pattern as you, and there, but in their heart, that encouragement does not exist. Um, they can be encouraging you, oh, yeah, that sounds great, go on, oh, you ought to be, you're going to be good fast, that's so awesome, that's so awesome, and it's fine as long as they're encouraging you because in their heart, they actually don't feel like you're going to accomplish that thing in which you set out to. So the minute that you start to actually accomplish that thing, their, their tone turns. It, it's different. It, it's different. The tone is not the same. Those encouraging words no longer exist. Um, all kind of questions and, and, and placing down in your heart and in your spirit, all of a sudden those things come forth. And, and that's kind of like a testimony to finding out of, of who your true people are who's for you through really, me and who's against you because that true friend is going to stick you through it and say girl don't you dare let me hear yourself um, put yourself down you can do it you can handle it you got this you got this they're there even when you've done so well and you start to fall and you begin to doubt yourself but um, when you've been hurt like that, that, that it, That's a hard bounce back when you have friends that place hindrances uh, in your life and, and prevent you from moving forward. But my philosophy is if God did it for you, he'll do it for me. So I can be at my lowest, but if you come to me and say, you know, hey, I got this great idea. I'm going to become a millionaire overnight if I do this. I'm all for it. I'm what do you need me to do? What do you need me to sign up there. What, what can I help you with? I'm all for it. I'm, I'm encouraging. Because my whole thing is that I'm knowing in my my heart, like, okay, God, you you did that thing for her. Now you know I'm on board with her, and I'm gonna help her and do whatever it is I can do. You know what? What you can do that same thing for me, God. I, I'm trusting you too. You can do that same thing for me. But um, people will really start show themselves when you actually um, accomplish that thing you set out to do. Amen. Amen.
6: Um,
3: do the hurt comes from the people that you expected it from, like to y'all, like people that you had to unfriend uh who doubted you that you thought was gonna be the last person to do that. Dallas, can you repeat sorry, that I'm question?
6: Here,
3: you got you got a lot of uh, stuff going on in your background, or somebody does, and it's breaking up. So can you repeat that question, please? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was saying like have the disappointment or like some like like people doubting you and stuff have that come from the people that you least expected that to come from like people you thought would be the last person to you know let you down or doubt you Man, it be your friends your family members it, it come in all forms yeah. It would be people that you least expect. Your family members would be the main ones that put let you down. Cause like I have like a tendency to like try to find them, you know, the good and people that I know that's not the best. You know what I'm saying? But I know that's don't hurt me in the long run. Cause it's like I be like, I feel like, oh, they wouldn't do that. Like I try to, you know, make everybody seem like they're like the good guy you know what i'm saying so that's why sometimes it'd be hard to like for me to like just say like okay i'm gonna stop talking to this person like friend wise because you know what i'm saying like it just be from the people that you least expect so that's why i'd be trying to like hold mm-hmm. on to stuff like, yep. friendship wise but i don't know that's because you're trying to find the good in that person
6: mm-hmm.
3: is it a sense of uh you don't want to be by yourself is that why you're holding on to that individual um no i'm talking like more so like friendship wise because oh no it's some friendships that i just be on the fence with like should i still
2: be friends with this person because they didn't did this
3: you know what i'm saying like i don't be knowing what to do because like i ask god to show me but i guess like it's all about being patient and waiting. For him, like, you know, well, yeah. him. So. That's true. You have to if you ask the Lord for something, it's not gonna come in your timing. It's gonna come in yeah. his timing. So therefore you're gonna have to sit back and you're gonna have to wait on him to reveal that answer to you. Yeah. Sometimes we jump out there too quick and wanna see the good in everybody. But the Lord be showing you but you don't be paying attention to what he's showing you, because you want to see something different. You understand?
2: Yes, ma'am. And that's how it be going. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah. I, I've been guilty of that myself. Um sometimes, God, well, the Bible say love always covered a, a multitude of sins. Um, so sometimes you'll see the, um, you can see the good in somebody who who just ain't right because of sometimes past issues in life. So sometimes um, they become the person of whatever they was dealt with as a childhood. And I done met plenty of people like that in life. Um, I know I could only go a certain distance with them on my journey of life, but... Um, if they ever like needed me, even still today or something needed me, that they help them with something, I'm, I don't mind helping them with nothing because God is love. That that's the purpose of Jesus dying for for the enemies, the enemies, for all of that. But um, you must know who to put in your bosom and who not to put in your bosom. You know the old people say back in the day, feed. You know who to feed with a long hammer spoon. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, I've been, I'm guilty of that myself. I see. I, I can see a bad person, but I will see the goodness, the potential, that they don't even see themselves. And that's where we could go and pray for that individual. Pray that they get there, but know how far to go with them. Don't diss them, because Jesus ain't diss us. He loved everybody. But pray for everybody as well, you know. That's all I got to say.
3: If Amy, you have a take on that? We don't want to leave you out. I agree with everybody. I agree with everybody, but I feel like, um instead of I'm trying to see how I need to say that, if I can say it correctly. Well, instead of like when we see something like that, we face that I feel like we try to help that person. Instead of, you know, maybe turning and saying, I'm just going to leave this person alone. Maybe, not to a certain extent, I'm going to say, help, try to help them at first. And if you reach out and still don't work, feel like they're trying to go in your favor. They're still trying to, you know, encourage you to do something, but you know they're not ready for you. And like say they're praying against you. Um, Just continue to keep praying for them, but you don't have to, you know, keep them in your company. You know, you can let it go. Just keep praying for them and move on with yourself and continue to pray. Because like Sonia said, like everybody else said, God is going to show you. You know, and he's going to remove that person so you don't have to deal with them directly. But still pray for them from afar because you're supposed to love everybody. You still can love them, you just don't have to deal with them like that. And that's my Amen. Favorite. <laughs> Amen. You know, we all have bison. And um, I'm running a race and I'm trying to get to the finish line, but I can't do it with people trying to put hurdles in my way. I'm going to reference Galatians 5 and 7 Ye did run well Who did hinder you that ye shall not obey the truth I did Why? Because I was distracted by the hindrance of the world gossiping about people and things that didn't concern me my thoughts rather being ugly or adulterous etc in my actions by how i was treating my fellow men and my feelings by being selfish those were all of my vices so what are your vices sister charis i'm sorry sister sang did you say
4: what am i like what are your vices my vices I'm sorry, it's a little muddled, so I can't can't understand you. Vice is as in uh, V I C E. Yes,
3: yeah. V I C E S.
4: Okay. I I don't know. I would just have to say that you know my takeaway is, uh, about it is from um, what I pretty much shared earlier about the fact of trusting in God to remove the things in my life that no longer serve me. I I just made a. a a pat with myself that these were things that I didn't, I no longer wanted to be stressed about. I no longer wanted to have on my mind as, as an issue. I no one, no, no longer wanted to put my focus or attention on. I'm saying, okay, God, you know what's best for me. You know better about what's best for me than I know what's best for myself. So I'm trusting in you. This don't feel right. And it's just like Dallas was saying earlier about, you know, what do you do when you get to that point? Me myself I think the the mere fact that questioning that person the mere fact that there's a question there for you raises a red flag. So it kind of answers a question within a question for me. And for me, it's like, okay, God, this is the way that I'm feeling about this. So I, I'm asking you because you know what's better, best for me, better than I know what's best for me, is to remove this curse and remove. And sure enough, I definitely can give testimony, and I would like to do so because I cannot do so without wounding someone, and I don't desire to do that. But sure enough, I've been in situations to where I've acted that, and. Uh, a awful situation will come up out of it, will arise out of it and I'm able to see that person for just who they are because like her, my heart is big so I want to see the best in you, I want to find the best in you and I, and I don't want to have to worry about that. I don't want to have to worry if I committed myself to you as a friend whether or not you're going to do the same. I feel like whenever God does something and whenever God puts his hands on things for us in our life it comes at no strain. So I shouldn't have to stress about a friendship. A friendship should be natural, it should be easy, We all should have a person in our life, a safe person in our life that we can confide in and and talk to and tell our harsh truths to or or our ugly secrets or whatever it is that is troubling us in life and be able to move forward without not not having to worry about that. So I've been hurt so badly in my life where my friends were concerned that. I'm like, okay, God, this is not anything that I can handle. I can't deal with this. I can't handle it. So I'm asking that you take it. I'm giving this to you. So I'm no longer going to worry about, well, not that person is good for me or bad for me or, or in nowhere in between. If it, if it's. If if that's the case, then you'll show it to me and just make me alert enough to see it. But other than that, I'm gonna continue to treat that person accordingly, continue to operate and out of the purity of my heart and I just ask that I you take the reins over my emotions. <laughs> and and that's just how I um that's just how I, I've kinda dealt with it in my life to be able to, um, walk with a peace of mind concerning it. Because friends are important to us, let's let's just be honest. Friends are are very important to us. They're they're those safe people in our lives. So when they don't operate in a in a manner that's um, that that's a hundred percent for you or a hundred and ten percent for you, it hurts in a different way, and it's a lot to have to get over. Amen. Evangelist.
2: Um, I, I thought we got lost. I thought we were talking about friends, and then we were talking about what now? Um, Could you repeat that question again? I know we did the friends. We were still talking about friends. Or... No, I was asking what
3: vices do you have? I was I shared some of the vices that I dealt with—gossiping uh, and how um, how I treated people, being ugly, adulterous with my thoughts and feelings. And I know that we
2: oh, all have... Struggles. Oh, God. talking so. about struggles? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, we, we can talk, talk about what What are some of our struggles? Yes, yeah, you, you can say that. Yeah, because I, I don't know the what, word. What does
3: what, what, it mean? It sounds like what struggles a, to me. What affects you? You know, the vices, the, the hurdles that we... You come along with gossiping, you come up with um, your mindset, uh, things that's hindering,
2: hindering. Oh, um, things that have struggled, we have struggled with along the way, you said. Because we, we all sit yeah. and come short of his glory every day, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to really, uh, <laughs> look, I you know that he being a child coming up. Always in New York, Staten Island, I we, Mama moved here to Mobile from Detroit. Uh, me being here in Mobile, my Mama traveled a whole lot, so I've not seen a whole lot of the world at a very young age. Um, struggles. My struggles always been. As growing up, I was a parent champ, but i had a hard life. I um. I'm a child of twelve, so I, I was grown up before I could even play with dolls, real good. So my struggle always been, I say my mouth, I say my mouth, because I'm very outspoken, and I'm strong. And to, to be a woman now and a woman of God, I'm I'm strong in a lot of areas where. Um, it's like abnormal for a woman, I say. <laughs> so I kind of like, um, I, I say that. That's one of, that's something that I struggle with right then. And and um, I, I never was the type to just uh, hang around girls. A whole lot of girls. I don't hang around a lot of girls, and um, never did, because I'm the only girl I was. I got three brothers, one of them passed away this year. So I got two brothers now, but, um, so I, I never was the gossipy type. I, I didn't like clicks. Uh, I just, I, um, uh, just too outspoken. My mouth. That's what I'm <laughs> Amen.
3: Um, I can relate to that um being strong, but you know what? Men are afraid of strong women. They <laughs> they don't know how to accept us. They run. Not all
1: men. I gotta in, not all I'm men.
3: Sorry, let me rephrase that.
1: Vocalize some that correctly men, now. Thank you.
3: Some men <laughs> that are um they may be struggling with some self-esteem. They they can't accept a strong woman. Is that better for you, Pastor?
1: Yes, ma'am. Hey.
3: Yeah. Okay. They 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 don't know. They can't handle us. They're scared. They run. They run from us Amen. with quit-ness. Amen. <laughs> and um, I was just the opposite of you. I uh, I was a quiet person. And um, I would come home every day beat up. And uh, my brother told me, my oldest, yes, ma'am. My oldest brother told me, I'm the only girl and there was 13 boys. And my, um, the oldest brother, now, Andre, would tell me, if you come home another day with a black eye, because I would get pushed into a pole, you pull my ponytails and everything and I wouldn't fight back. I'ma beat you up. So we had this game we used to like to play. We would used to play uh airplanes. we would get on on his feet, on his legs, he'll put us up in the air and we'll get on we'll put our stomach on his feet. And he'll fly us around, our arms be stretched out. But I didn't know I was stupid. I'm thinking he playing, but he done threw me into the wall. He said, now you bring your butt home another day with a black eye or let somebody beat you up or pull your hair. That right there taught me. I don't take no mess now. I have to calm myself. That's why I have to tell people, look, let that old Sonia stay bare. I say I'm trying to walk a different path because if that old Sonia get out, ain't no telling what she gonna do. So, yeah, I used to be quiet, but now I, I
6: I have a mom I
3: have to work with. All anyway. right. Now. Sister Dallas or Sister Amy, you have anything you want to say on that? Um, I agree with most of what all y'all was saying. Um, I feel like yeah. sometimes I might struggle with, you know, being maybe too quiet and not speaking up enough. But I don't like letting nobody walk over me. But like, you know, maybe just being like too quiet or trying to like you know please everybody like say somebody's talking about this person i'm knowing like it's not right for me to jump in or whatever or a friend might call him want to talk about a person or whatever and i know it's not right but instead of me just you know telling them straight up like i don't want to talk about this i would like feed into it not just you know just so bad but I would you know feed into it and then I feel bad you know what I'm saying by just even saying something about it so I guess like just really just right now speaking up and just letting them know like you know what I'm saying like I don't like doing that no more and I know it's not right so that's something you know, you know why you would uh, feel bad because the Lord would convict you mm-hmm. for talking and what I pick up from you, Dallas, you're a very mild mannered young lady. You're very laid back. So you're you would you put me in the mind of me back in the day. But I see that uh if somebody pushes you to that yeah. extent, that other side will come out. That that you have very... deep down inside of you. But uh, you don't let nobody push you around and and say things that's degrading or anything. You stand up for yourself. You know.
6: Because they'll take
3: that as a weakness.
6: Yeah. And
3: that's what I'm learning. Mm -hmm. So, Sam, you have anything you want to say? Yeah, okay. I'm gonna say I agree with everybody. Um, I don't even need to elaborate
4: on it because I agree with what everybody said. Um, my case, I'm gonna say um, one of my vices is probably maybe trying to hang with the crowd sometimes. You know, um, if you meet me, you'll say, "Oh, she's a nice quiet person." I'm really not quiet, and I do tell people that when they meet me, I'm really not a quiet person, and I do speak my mind. I've gotten to a point where I guess at the age I am and you know, being more into Christ, trying to live and strive to be like him, I let a lot of things go. Because if you knew me some years ago, you would be like, yeah, that's, you don't want to say nothing to that one right there. Because she going to say something, she's going to pop off. Because I was that type of person, that person. And I'm going to say I still have that in me, but now I try to reflect it on people in a very positive and a nicer way.
3: Instead of, you know, just
4: saying it straight off
3: the top, hurting feelings, just and no, I'm going to tell you up front if you don't want my opinion or
4: I'm to tell you the truth, then don't ask me. Well, that's just the type of person I am, but
3: I try to strive to be better so you don't say, oh,
4: you know, she's not one that you want to talk to, or, you know, she got a bad attitude, because I don't really have a bad attitude, but I, I ain't going to let nobody run over me, I ain't going to let nobody cross
3: me, but I'm going to try to tell you in a very positive, very nice, as nice as I can, wait. and if it don't work being nice to you, I'm just going to leave it at, hey, I told you this part, then I'm going to move on,
4: and, leave, and that person just going to be there, and I'm going
3: to be here, you know, gonna and then we're going to speak, we won't have a conversation or anything like that. I, I just don't deal with it. I just let, let it go. Now I do. Amen. Hey. Hey, um, how do you turn a negative day into a positive when you experience these hindrances? Do you take it as a negative and roll with the flow, or do you try and change it over to a positive? You talk to me? Um, go ahead, so Oh. Okay, I'm gonna say what
4: I do now. I I might make a phone call to somebody I know I can talk to about it and tell them what's going on, and they gonna you know sit down and they'll
3: be like, hey, look look at it this way. You got this going on. You know, thank God that you're living. Thank God for things that are, that's going on right in your life. If it's not going on right, you need to pray about it and find out why. Get a solution to what's going on. Why it's wrong. But if it's negative, let that negativity because we don't have time for negativity. And
2: that's just Amen. Amen. Evangelist. I uh I'm a worshiper. So, um I I, I what would you say you when know, I was thinking about um when Lord when he wakes me up I have a song in my spirit. And that sets my day off. because um, he didn't have to wake me up this morning. I look around me. And I see what's going on. And um, I just be grateful for that. You know, as you, you grow older in the Lord and you looking around, you you know. I was telling somebody yesterday, he, he this person, he upset because he sent someone a, a wrong picture. I'm like, man, <laughs> that made your day go bad? Come on. Somebody in the hospital. Somebody needs to get a chance to get up. To go to the hospital, you know, so I I, I I I get up in the morning, I'm giving God all the praise and glory and honor. He gave me a, another day, another day of brand new grace at Monday. He woke me up. He didn't have to wake me up this morning, you know, so it, it don't get no, it, to me it don't get no greater than that. He give us another chance every day we wake up to shift anything that's negative or wrong. (laughs) We can't change what's going to come to us, but he promised us, he said no weapon form shall prosper.
6: So whatever the
2: situation, the circumstance is, it can't prosper. (laughs) No (laughs) man. No
5: man.
2: (laughs) I'm a worshiper. I'm a praise and worshiper, and I I believe in that. That's my mind. It took years to get this disciplined mindset of just that. You see what I'm saying? Because it used to be so much of turmoil going on in my life. Mm. So he really had to change me. And everything. I don't care how bad it looks. If I'm breathing, I got a. An- He's giving me another chance to get it right. He's he giving me another chance to get up out of it. Because he said he said warning before destruction. He said it's always an open door of escape. He said if I tell the need to flee, that means he got to go. So I got victory all around. Me. Period.
3: Mm. Oh, now, amen. Dallas, you have any in the comments you want to add to that? Oh, um, what was your question? How do we turn? How do you turn a negative day into a positive day when you are experiencing these hindrances, any obstacles?
6: Mm,
3: yeah, I just would say pray because I usually um I, like I had stuff on today. I usually try to take matters into my own hands a lot, and they just don't do me no justice. But when I just
2: really just
3: you know. Just let it go and, you know what I'm saying, like, really just ask God to, you know, handle it. I feel like that's when my situation become better. And, or I just find myself not even going through that situation at the, like, at the moment no more. So I would just say, like, really praying and also just keeping faith. So Dallas, what? another question for you. So, are we kingdom builders by hindering the fellow man? You saying that we hinder people? Are, are we kingdom builders by hindering others? Um, no. I feel like we should, you know, have. I say so. Trying to tell people what to do and what not to do in their life, like if you, you know, like just obvious bad things, we should, you know, speak up and try to help them. But at the end of the day, you can't really tell nobody what to do with their life, or just you can't tell nobody, you know, what to do because we don't know, you know, what plans do I got for them in their life. So, yeah, you know, I don't think hindering. Anyway we make us um kingdom builders.
2: Evangelist, what's your take on that?
6: Evangelist, uh, uh,
2: no, um no no ma'am, you said um is kingdom builders cause cause people to hinder? No. Be a hinder? Are
3: we are we can kingdom uh builders by hindering our fellow man?
2: No ma'am, not not at all, not at all. Uh, well, I say a kingdom builder and and a disciple. Um, first, first people must learn how to be a, a disciple ambassador for God first, and, and and take on Christ's image. And when you take on the love of God, then you become the knowledgeable of the kingdom builder. So, um, no, ma'am, not at all. Kingdom Builders is is so unified. I'm talking about, no, ma'am, not at all.
3: Okay. I would say no to that question as well because Satan has us so locked up until we just need to keep running that great race, great race towards
2: God. God. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Um
1: with that
3: being said, Reverend Williams, do you have anything you would like to add?
1: Um, yes. You know, um the Apostle Paul said I bought the good fight. I ran the race. You know what I'm saying? In other words, I did my best. If we if we if we present ourselves out there that way, like the Apostle Paul did, and then support each other in the same way. Uh, you know, if if you're going to fight the good fight, you know what I'm saying? That means that you need assistance in fighting the fight. God has to be there first, but then we have to be there for each other. We have to stop being a hindrance to each other. We have to stop being a hindrance to ourselves. Most importantly, uh, can we be a hindrance to ourselves? Yes, we can. Because we, first we got to understand what the word hindrance means. You know what I'm saying? The state of being interfered with, held back, slowed down, the state of being hindered. A person thing that it interferes with or slows the progress of someone of something. So so whatever that is that's standing in the way that's slowing you down, that's keeping you from reaching your goals, you know what I'm saying? That that that's just set holding you back. Those are the things that we have those are the people, places and things we have to remove from our circle. And and, 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 and we have to remove ourselves from them or from it. And and, and then something something very important. Uh, I heard Sister Cherie earlier, she had to leave, and uh, um, uh, we send uh, blessings to her, prayers up for her and her family. Listen, something we had in Bible studies tonight was Psalms 27. And it starts off by saying, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? If I'm going to believe that, that's gonna, that's going to remove and stop all the hindrances in my life. Because that means I'm putting my focus on him. I'm not going to say that they're not going to try to come at me. I'm not going to say they're not going to try to stand in my way. But I know that that I should not be able to let them overcome me. I shouldn't be hindered from doing the work of the Lord. I shouldn't be hindered from achieving my goals and my dreams. If I trust and have faith in the Lord. If I'm seeking ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness all things will be added to me. So one thing about it is, is that we as a people, we have to stop being a hindrance to each other and stop hindering each other from achieving goals and dreams. We need to learn to come together. We need to learn to have some unity. We need to have to learn to bring love back into the community. All of us. We all are guilty of something in life that we've traveled down a dark road. There's still people out there traveling down dark roads that need help right now. And their hindrance is, is that they don't know how to ask or they are too prideful to ask. So there's always going to be a roadblock, a stumbling block, or something to try to trip you up. So whoever out there listening, be mindful of that. Just know that God is always there. He'll never leave nor forsake you. He's the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. God has already been where you are right now because he set the plans for your life. He set your life in motion. So there's a lot of people going through a lot of things out here. So let's make sure that we are prayerful for each other, that we love on each other and that we support each other. Listen, God, God gave his only begotten son to die for the whole world. That only means something to the people that believe in him, that trust in him. That's going to have eternal life with him. So let's make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to do and stop letting things, people, places, and things hinder us from doing the work of the Lord, which is most important. No matter how it sounds, how it feels, as long as God told you to do it, just do it. Just do it. Um, And that's that's what I got. Uh, When y'all are ready, um, Pastor Kemp would like to come on and I'm sure make a comment to everybody when everybody, um, I've said what I needed to say. Uh, but Pastor Kemp is on uh, whenever you're ready. I can bring him on and he can say hello to everybody and, and comment on your topic for tonight. Uh, hindrance. Um, yes.
3: Before you put our overseer on, there is one question I would like to ask you. Do we just give up when we face the pressures of others or do we fight back? And if we fight back, how do we fight back?
1: With the word of God.
3: If all right. I was I wanted to see if we were on the same wavelength.
1: That's the, that's the only way. That, that's the only way. Two fight. You know, that's, that's right. the only way. Amen. God say, put on his full armor of God. It say the full armor of God, not the full armor of your pastor, mm-hmm. not the full armor of the first lady, the deacon. The tr- It says the full armor of God, the Amen. sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, the shield of faith the breastplate of righteousness, your helmet of salvation, your belt of truth, and your boots of peace. Yeah. Amen. That's your full armor. That's all you need. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And you got to study the word of God in order to be able to come up against these things that come at you. You got to be yeah. able to speak the word of God to them. And, and, and listen, yeah. let me tell you something.
4: You can nice. know the word of mm-hmm. God and not
1: have God in your heart, so it ain't going to mean nothing. So yeah. it's got to come from your heart. <laughs> oh. Yes, it yes, do. Yes, you do. As how how, 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 how are we going to play How are we going to play with the world The devil know the Bible yeah. but, but He he cannot use The word of God He can't use it for nothing He just know it He just mm-hmm. alter it He say what he want to say He added one word "Not You will surely not die And then what he told Eve mm-hmm. When God said you will surely die So he'll come in and deceive mm-hmm. you So you got to know the word of God To know if it's the truth Amen. Amen. The devil will come and deceive you. He's the father of lies. That's what he do. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. He does that all the time. That's all he can do. He got no power and he know it. Listen, you don't want to be caught up in the situation talking about some, uh, uh, listen, Peter, I know, Jesus, I know, but who are you?
2: I know huh. that's right.
1: You get whooped, stomped down.
2: Mm.
1: So, so, uh, uh. <laughs> You know, ain't gonna happen. You you got to. You, that, that's the only way to uh, uh, to fight up against this battle because the battle is not yours. God say it says the battle is not ours. It's the Lord's. He say, vengeance is
6: mine He
1: already got the victory for you. I figured that all we got to do is show up in confidence in the Lord and and go get our prize. We we already got the victory. I know I do. I know who I trust in and believe That's in. It. That's it. So I got the victory already. I'm good. So, you know, we have to we have to we have to be that example to the people out here. So people can see that in you. If you're gonna talk about it, mm-hmm. you gotta be about it. You gotta That's walk it. the walk and talk the talk. People need to see it. People got to see it people need to see, still see signs and wonders to believe people still, need, people still like Amen. that today they were like that then when Christ walked on the earth and they still like that today and you know what Jesus saying you have such little faith
5: Amen. they still got that every little time. faith
1: every time. every time absolutely because we got to see it to believe it so since you don't see God that means you don't believe God uh oh we need to see it, though. Where your face? He said, all you need is a face the size of a mustard seed. You ever seen a mustard seed? You see how lit it is? Yeah. In a, it's about the size of a little stick pin, the head of a stick pin. If you drop it in the yeah. carpet, you won't find it no more. Your vacuum will, but you won't.
6: <laughs>
1: that's all we need. So that's that's what I got. Amen. Thank you for that. Can't bring the overseer. Amen. All right. God bless Amen. you. God bless you. God bless you. Good evening. Uh, Pastor Dr. LaVert Kim, <laughs> welcome to the show. We got uh, Sister Sonya, Sister uh, Sister Dallas, Evangelist LaQuina. You got all these ladies on. Uh, our Sister Amy, uh, uh, look like Sister Sheree is back. Uh, all these ladies are on tonight. Uh, Pastor, God bless you. Good evening. Talking about hindrance.
7: Uh, Good evening to each and every one. I've been just listening, and it's been very interesting uh, about the things that are hindrance, do things hinder you. Uh, The whole thing with hindrance and from the spiritual level is those things that come up against you and keep you from getting close to God. Uh, a lot of times, things take your mind off of things. Uh, I'm reminded Paul gives so many examples of things that hinder us, and I think about Hebrews. I think about the right when he wrote Hebrews, the three, twelve, chapter, being surrounded by a great cloud of witness. How he talked about 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 the sins and things that so easily, you know, ensnare us. And in, in life, it's gonna either you're gonna live from the spirit or the flesh. The flesh is the hindrance, and the flesh you live, what we want to do. I have the thing, whereas I, I truly believe I I can't counsel you uh, uh, unless I give you the word of God, because what I think and it's not really worth anything. It's only what, you know, Christ say that really works something. When we add our two cents, then we take and make it contrary to the word of God. I, I heard some wonderful things being said, but I, I do want to take a uh, passage aside that uh, uh, a real man is not afraid of a strong female at all. Amen. <laughs> only a weak man is afraid of a female. Only a very weak man. He's afraid. I I know. I've never been afraid of no female, uh, regardless of what the the qualities they've had. If I'm, if you're blessed to have a a strong female, and and some guys are uh, afraid because maybe the female make more money than them, and I've heard different things like that, but that should be a blessing, you know. The two have to make it. You know, being African American, usually gonna take two to make it anyway, to really make it the way you would like to make it. putting both you combining together, Um, and the Bible said, "How can two walk together unless they agree?" Oftentimes, you're not in agreement. That's why uh, it seems as though that some person can't, uh, don't want to be around you. Either they're envious of you. When you when you're talking about People putting things in the front of you, hindering you. People will put different things uh in the front of you. You could have a job and they'll put a, they could hinder you from getting a position. You could have people just, just envious you, dislike you. And if you allow them to get in your head, I learned that who I am is not predicated upon what others think are safe. I had a mother that once told uh, her kids that if people don't put food on your table and clothes on your back, you don't worry about what they have to say. They're not doing anything for you. And oftentimes, yeah, we go to bed worrying, and a whole lot of times, God has already given you the answer, and we go praying God to tell us this, that, and the other. And then he say, I- I've already gave you the answer. Trust in me He asks you not to put your trust in man And that's mankind That's man, or male or female He's talking about mankind uh, In other words If it's only God is, is, is perfect And that's why he tells us that Also, you know, the hindrance in life It just society itself Put up so many hindrance To us in life You know, just being born African American it's a hindrance. It's a hindrance for us to go forward and try to measure up to what uh, the society say that we can be or should be, because you're fighting against a system that's systemically against you. But the power that be understand uh, what when Balaam was employed to uh, curse. Balaam was a uh, Balaam employed Balaam to curse Israel. Israel, but when he but gave when him he the gave silver him. and all the things he gave him to curse Israel, uh, Balaam was a false prophet. But he when he prayed to God, and he he, he said uh, he was employed to curse Israel. Balaam told him curse Israel for him.
1: He said, "Well, I have
7: to go in prayer." But when he went in prayer, what came back was, was, was things that we need to understand. When he came back, Balaam had to tell Balak, "Man cannot curse what God has blessed. You know, man can put a stumbling stone in the front of you, but he can't stop you for whatever God, whatever God has for you, is for you." See, everything has been predestined, and what we go around worrying about things that we have no power over. It. Everything have already been orchestrated in our lives the day we're going to die. Now, I remember Job, you know, oftentimes we lose loved ones and things. And Job was, after he lost everything, his cattle, his sheep, you know, his donkeys, his servants, his home, and his 10 kids. And, And then he said, shall we not accept the good and shall we not accept the bad? With all this, Job did not sin with his mouth because Job knew that he had no right to question God. Woman, you speak as a foolish woman. Shall we not accept when we was rich? In other words, when we had everything, you didn't say nothing. He said, shall we not accept the good and shall we not accept the bad? We, we, we were happy when everything was going good. Now you want me to curse God because they not working the way we want them to work. And in life, things are not going to always work the way we want Jesus suffered, and he told us, too, that we're going to suffer. I know that we're told that we're going to have whatever we want, and if that was so, uh, my great-grandparents, the slave that worked so hard and praised God so hard, they would have been out of slavery. But it was not in the time frame where God had allotted. There's things that that what we have to learn is, when all these stumbling blocks put in the front of us, though you slay me, yet shall I trust you, trust you. Paul said, not that I've apprehended, but Paul said, one thing I know for sure, I pressed toward press the mark. Paul had all kind of hindrance in him. Paul was stoned. He was shipwrecked. He was beat 39 lashes plus, plus one, you know, with the cat of nine here. Paul was in peril to see peril of his own people. And Paul... You know, a bit by say, Paul went through all these things. But the thing he could say is his grace was sufficient. Paul said, I have not apprehended, but one thing I know, I'm pressing toward. And that's what we used to have to say. I need to learn to say, I haven't made it there yet, but I'm pressing forward. We talked about kingdom building tonight. What do you think Jesus meant when he gave the Great Commission? Kingdom building kingdom. What do you think that, 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 that What he meant when he said And thou are uh, Petros Now Peter And upon this Petros I build my church And the gates of hell shall not prevail Against it He was talking about the church Is building, is building the kingdom of God We are the kingdom builders That's That's our job our To job build the kingdom here, here. By why? By the way we talk, the way we carry ourselves. I, I heard uh, Pastor Roy say, say, say about walking the walk and talk the talk. Walking the walk means you got to live that lifestyle 24-7, 365 days out of year, seven days a week, every day. You can't take off a Christian uniform. It ain't like wearing a police uniform. You get home, you take it off. That's a that's an everyday lifestyle that you live. The songwriter say, let the life that I live speak for me. So we're going to have our, the vicissitudes, the ups and downs, and Satan, the adversary, is going to all try to bring things up, but he has no power. Satan, the only power he has is the power of suggestion, what he did with Adam and Eve. He can tell you, I hate her. Uh, you need to hit her in the head. Well, no, I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you handle it for me, Lord. And I guarantee you, sometimes if you put it in God's hand, now I'm going to be honest with you, I put things in God's hand. But I never, okay, I never was a person to allow any man ever to put his hand, man, woman, I am not afraid of man, woman, nor beast. And I'm just going to be honest with you, those who know me will tell you, I'm not afraid of anyone. But I've learned to how to hold my peace better now, because I don't have to be physical. I could turn them over to God. But if you touch me, then I can't be like Christ. I have matured, therefore, where I can turn the other cheek. But one thing I can tell you: if you don't touch me, I could walk off from you and say, "Well, I don't have to. I don't have to be bothered with you anymore." I'm going my way, you go your way, I'm going to go my way. I'm going to continue living for Christ, and whatever you want to do is fine, as long as you don't, you know, put your hands on me, and I'm going to treat you. I'll speak to you, I, how you doing, and i just keep walking. But I, I have a new outlook on how I handle things. I don't hate anyone. I resent people. I, when I say I resent, I like, I dislike what you stand for. I dislike the way you live. I don't hate you. Because you don't believe what I believe in. If you don't believe in Jesus, that's your problem. I don't hate you for it. But the whole thing, we kingdom builders. And we—and I want to let you know, in me you would have peace, but in this world you're going to have tribulation. You're going to have hindrance left and right. But we stay focused on Jesus. He's the author and finish of our faith. I hear sometimes say how we handle things, and a whole lot of it wasn't handling things by biblical from the biblical perspective, and that's that's when you start living that Christian walk and that Christian life. You start handling it from the Christian perspective, and um, God when Jesus gave uh, Peter the authority to start the church, and it was started on the day of Pentecost, and that's when Peter uh, three thousand was saved. But and he told Peter that you are the petros that's the word in the greek for peter but petros mean the big unmovable rock the large rock one of petros is the little rock pebble rock and but he differentiated it in in the in the greek that he spoke but i just think that it's very very powerful and i pray that a lot of ladies and men could learn from what you guys were talking about i'm talking to all you powerful women of god what you guys were talking about, a lot of men can grow from just hearing what you say. But I have to agree with with, 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 with Reverend uh, Williams that you have some strong men that's not afraid of you or a strong woman. That, you know, when you get things like that, you only compliment one another, okay? That's how you compliment when you have two people, both strong-willed people, and kind of pulling the same way. And then that, that means you have to both people compliment one another. God bless you. Amen.
6: Amen. Amen. God bless Amen.
1: You, Pastor. Thank you for
6: that.
1: Amen. All right. Um, let's get ready to wrap this thing up, ladies. Uh, um, let's run down the list for the ladies to give their final comments. And uh, we're going to shut this thing down. uh want you to uh, 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 pray us out tonight as well. Uh, uh, so let's get ready to find the comment. Let's start with you evangelist, your final comments,
2: ma'am. My final comment is going to be Ephesians 10. If I may read it, I just want to read it 10 through um, 18, right, real briefly. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, And your feet shone with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you for that evangelist. God bless you. All right. uh, Sister Amy, your final comments.
3: I'm going to say, um, wait patiently on the Lord. Uh, continue to pray and ask for guidance and let the Lord lead you. Lead you. And those are my final comments.
1: Amen. Pray God you. bless you. Thank you for tonight. All right. Miss um, Dallas, uh, your final comments.
3: Um, I just want to say, just stand in faith. Um, no matter what the situation is, when people try to come hinder you and doubt you, just, you know, give it to God and not try to, you know, handle it in your own hands. And also not try to hinder others in what they're doing.
1: That's all. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man, for being here tonight. God bless you. How about you there, Miss Jade? She had to leave. Okay. All right. We uh, uh, send out love and prayers for Ms. Jay, Ms. Cherie, and all the ladies that were not able to be here tonight. All right, uh, Sister Sonia.
3: In closing, I have to say, you have to let God fight your battles. You have to surrender.
7: Amen.
3: We We can read and write about the word. but if we are not acting according to God's word, we can't succeed. So we Amen. have to develop a relationship with God and keep pressing towards the mark. I hope that something we shared with you tonight broke some chains in your life and touched your heart. So get ready for next week to break some more chains. We're, we will be discussing marrying well marrying
1: amen. well amen marrying well all right amen get ready for that ladies and gentlemen marrying well <laughs> all right then about to open up a can of worms for so some people out there i tell you all right <laughs> <laughs> marrying well get ready for that next wednesday all right uh, I'd like to thank everybody for turning us on tonight. If there's anybody out there, uh, before we get uh, Pastor Kim's final comment, evangelist prayers out, uh, anybody else on the line would like to make a comment, the line is open for you. God bless you. Welcome to the show. If you have a comment, feel free. Just I want to say
7: shout out to everybody. God bless every last one of you guys. But uh queen is the reason why I'm listening, and I'm listening Amen. Because of that, and it takes one person. And I'm driving, and everybody hearing what we talking about as I'm doing my thing. So thank y'all, love you all. But I had to give a shout out to the reason why, because that's what we need to do is come together. Amen. As as as, as one, and you know, just make it happen. That's all. I re- I enjoy myself. I enjoy Amen. Myself. Amen.
1: God bless you, brother. You and yours. Be safe out there on that road, and we thank you for turning us on. Feel free to come back anytime you like. God bless you, man, and we love you too, brother. Thank you. Amen. Straight up. Amen. 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 All right. All right. Um, Let me give uh, uh, our Black History honoree for tonight before I uh, let our uh, overseer say something and evangelist pray us out. Uh, Our Black History honoree, which we do every night, Our Black History Honoree tonight is Jerina Lee. Miss Jerina Lee traveled 2,325 miles and preached 178 sermons in one year as part of her crusade as a traveling minister. In 1819, Reverend Richard Allen granted her permission to preach, making her the first authorized female preacher in the African Methodist Episcopal Church. Eight years prior, he had turned her away. But Allen changed his mind after he witnessed Lee deliver an urgent appeal to the congregation during the visiting minister's sermon. As she traveled, Lee faced many difficulties as an African-American woman, but was able to inspire thousands through her preaching and her published autobiography, The Life and Religious Experience of Jarena Lee. Miss Jarena Lee is our Black History Honoree. For today God bless all right everybody here's your health tip don't forget drink plenty of water water at least get you seven bottles of the uh, 16 ounce bottles of water and drink those every day you should have at least a minimum of 64 ounces of water in your body on a daily basis you need to take better care of yourself eat right cut back on all the fried foods all the sweets all the snacking eat you more fruits more vegetables and start and, and do something else. Do me one favor. Become a vegetarian for a day every week, at least one day. You choose your day. You're not going to eat no meat so you can take better care of yourself, all right? Start exercising in the morning, early evening, and start taking better care of your physical body, your mental, and also your spiritual, most importantly. Study the word of God. Pray to God. Spend time with God. Meditate with God. Talk with God. And watch your life change, all right? we need you healthy physically mentally and most importantly spiritually God bless you we'll be back here tomorrow night 7 p.m. with Breaking Chains with the Men of Valor the men will come on and have a round table uh, all the ladies are invited to come in and talk with us as we spend time talking with you thank you for tonight uh, Pastor Kemp your final comment sir
7: I just want to say say God bless each and every one who shared tonight and I just I just like to tell the tell the ladies you guys are doing a wonderful job, I I, I really really um uh, think very highly of the job that you're doing, and the things that you're talking about is informing other ladies and and it's, it's informative for men too, and any time that we speak we should be informative to both male and female, because God you know he's, he's he, he talks about it. He, that male, female, born slave or free, You don't care who we are. All the words stand in the same for all of us. So, I just ask us to ask that you continue doing what you're doing and continue speaking out for the Lord and do your kingdom building. And uh, I, I, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. And God bless you guys. I, I, I uh, take my hat off to you guys. Uh, talking about hindrances because there's so many hindrances what it was before today and it was a good topic and so i really enjoyed uh just listening and just been listening and being a part of you guys so god bless you keep up the good work
1: amen amen thank you for that pastor thank you that's our overseer pastor dr lavert kemp uh thank you sir for being here all right evangelists uh god bless you ma'am uh can you pray us out please
2: Yes, sir. Oh, Heavenly Father, gracious Father, Lord, we just thank you on tonight, God. Lord, we thank you for bringing forth healing across this airwave, God. Lord, we thank you on tonight for breaking change, God. Lord, we thank you on tonight for even changing some people's mindsets, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, we thank you, Father God, for just who you are on tonight, God. So Lord, as we leave this airwave, never from Your presence, God. Lord, I ask that You bless every home, God, that's been listening. Bless every home, every evangelist and pastor and 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 prophet, I me. Mean, just bless us all, God, that's on this airwave, God. Yes. In the mighty name of Jesus, God. Lord, see about even our personal situations, God. In the yes. mighty name of Jesus, God. And Lord, we thank You for Your seeds falling on good ground, God. That. One plant and one water And you'll give the hint God Of yes. the listeners on tonight God In the mighty name of Jesus I pray Amen
1: Amen, amen, amen God bless all you ladies I love you and ain't nothing you can do about it And we love you out there Thank you for being here with us We'll see you tomorrow night With the mighty men of valor 7 p.m. Central Standard Time Have yourself a wonderful evening God bless you everybody Love you, There's nobody great.
8: Looked all around, couldn't find nobody Went out into the deepest valley Looked all around down there, couldn't find nobody I went across the deep blue sea Couldn't find one to come back To your grace, your love, your mercy Nobody greater, nobody greater than you First all over, couldn't find nobody I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody Nobody greater Nobody greater, no, nobody greater than you. Stretched all over, couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody, nobody greater, nobody greater. Nobody greater than you Nobody can heal like you can Oh most holy one, you are the great I am Awesome in all your ways and mighty is your hand You are healed
0: Each week, we discuss the importance of female self-esteem, self-identity, and noble character. You can always get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT Radio. That's Breaking Chains, where we leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence